Welcome to the Little Podcast. We're here to entertain, inform, bit while talking about Digimon. I'm Mark Aran with the Will. I'm A.R. Palver. You can call me A.R. Palver Sama. I'm DevQ, and I'm used to being the one called to assemble furniture. <laughs> it's been a week for everyone. So, did you guys see my news? Yeah. So, does that get you on IMDb now? Uh, I've, <laughs> I'm, pre- I'm pretty sure I've been there before, and I'm pretty sure the listing's confused, because I'm pretty sure my listing's split between three or four different things over confusion of name spelling at some point. Oh. Yeah. So, I wrote, directed, and was one of the cast members of an anime dub. Hooray! You are internet famous Yay, I'm now. Sure you'll, I'm sure you'll get invited to conventions in no time. Someone made that joke right after the thing happened, and I just went, yeah, I, I don't think doing the fill-in dub for a dub that no one heard in the first place, and it's only become famous because of how weird it is and trying to track it down. We tracked down everything except a couple minutes of which there was... 30 or so seconds of dialogue and wrote it, recorded it, and show's done. Hooray. I you feel like I need a copy of this so I can riff it endlessly. Eh, I'm okay with that. Oh, believe me, it is a needs to be riffed dub, even ignoring the part that I did. <laughs> Maybe I, I'll do it while chewing the while chewing that gum, and that will be shipped once the person who has not given me their address gives me their address. Not it. Oh uh, yeah, I <laughs> oh yeah, it's it's sitting out in my living room, a stack of discs for both of you with the gum hidden in one of the discs. It's ripening. The gum is ripening. To be fair, the gum is single-pack wrapped. It's ripening no matter where it is. It's just now ripening in a Blu-ray package. I'm reminded of my friends at our holiday party where one of them put a piece of gum... No, it was Haichu. It was a single piece of Haichu inside of a Nintendo DS case and then wrapped it in subsequent layers of boxes and duct tape and more and more wrapping paper and then handed it to one of our other friends to try and open up without any kind of sharp object available. Why? That was great. Because he's an asshole. What holiday parties do you have? Better parties than that. Better party events than that. I mean, oh, the I last tell you about party I actually hosted, uh, I cut a cake in half with a katana. See, that's more, yeah, that's better. Yeah, that that's definitely better than the gum wrapping. Anything, I mean, most 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 parties are better with with sharp weapons involved. And then we have episode five, divine anger. Oh my! I think it's the best one so far. I'm torn. It's the best episode as in it is the most amusing episode. It's starting to all it it blocked the problems by being very entertaining, but the problems are becoming slightly more obvious. It does a very good job of blocking the problems by just being really fucking entertaining, though, I have to say. 
Yeah, it is the most entertaining. Now that I look back at my, I forgot that I gave episode one a straight A and this was an A minus, but yeah, this is the most entertaining yeah. episode for sure. Yeah. Jellymon is just like. We really wonderful. hit, we, we really hit the nail on the we, head we, with the Nagatoro we, jokes, didn't we? We came in <laughs> expecting Nagatoro and they freaking delivered. It, it, oh, well, that was I th- amazing. I think we, I think we said last time the joke's going to be on us when it's just Nagatoro and that's it. And that's it. That's Nagatoro is particularly effective as a Digimon. Yes. Let, let me rephrase that. She's asshole troll. She's particular. Yeah, she's particularly as effective as a as a Digimon with tentacles and a penchant for hacking. It is. A if she just spends like the rest of the series just tormenting the shit out of her partner, I will be happy. That's what I was. So that was what I was conflicted about. Actually, well, let's I'll get that out right away, because, you know, the normal progression is you're going to expect some sort of a character growth and they're you're seeing it that they're going to have some sort of a mutual respect for each other and blah, blah, blah. That's what we should be cheering for. That's what they're going to do. Part of me is just like, yeah, I'm with Dev. Like when when Jellymon said run away, like, let's just run away that I kind of wish that Kiyoshiro and Jellymon would just run away and the the rest of the entire series would just be them trying to survive in the ruins of post-capitalist Japan. <laughs> Wouldn't that be fantastic? No, I I think that would burn out those characters because no, but that's why the setting like it has to be it has like to be in the, the rubble of with the digital economy crashing. And it'll the, just turn into Digimon Mad Max. Yeah. Eh. There's plenty of terrible shows that try and do that. Hey, that one episode of Adventure that was totally Mad Max, the the of the reboot, everyone liked. So. Yeah, it riffed on it for one episode and then it moved on though. Here we get just basically comedy the whole episode. Which worked very well comedy wise. I love how Hero is just like, oh yeah, I figured that all that shit was going on was probably a Digimon. I like, though, how, once again, he didn't actually care enough to figure it out. He just kind of assumed yeah. and then went on with his days. Yeah, like, he, like, yeah, that's his, his problems are probably do a Digimon. I'll get to it when I get to yeah. it. And then oh, yeah, it's he didn't even other Digivice. I mean, I guess you can keep yeah, it. Yeah, he didn't even give Kiyoshiro the Digivice. Like, no, and that, that's like, yep, Digimon. And that's where yep. the that's where the stuff kind of starts to kind of fall apart at the beginning. How was she doing that exactly? The show kind the show does not. I assume the show I has not decided stole it from Hero. No, but I'm saying we've been told they can't. Only by Angoramon, who was obviously proven yeah. wrong. Yeah, I, I think... No, I not even Angoramon. I mean, we see that... What's the little shit's name? Uh, Drakumon. Can't do shit. Because yeah. you're a little bitch. They've kind of flipped back and forth on what Digimon can uh, actually do. Yeah, I feel like they can like maybe interact with things, but not necessarily people. Maybe. But it, it, it's funny enough that at no point, we're still at the beginning of the episode, and they don't become partners. She just hits the fucking button herself, which is, she's, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, it's amusing. 
And I and like it's like, and that's what's great. It's like Keto's just, yeah, yeah, I can't take it back. I'm just going to show you how to use it. You're on your own. <laughs> and then, of course, because everyone's like, look at all that blood on the ceiling. It's a horror show. And I, oh I remember, I remember writing down, and I didn't even go back and edit it later when I was writing. You know what I was thinking about the show as it was going. I believe my deck, which will be revealed to be paint or ketchup or something pretty shortly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, ketchup. oh yeah. So as soon as I saw it, I'm like, okay, is that going to be ketchup or something else? Oh, it, sh- it showed up in the episode preview. People are going, see, blood. Blood dripping from the sea. It's like, it's oh not going to be God. blood. Oh my God, this is not, it's not this that is, kind of show. No, it really is. This isn't. is a show for children. Yes. And Jellymon mocks, mocks, and is the Basically, the eight-year-old cartoon version of a Nagatoro or an Uzaki or Takagi, any of those characters. Although it feels like Nagatoro is the more obvious one because that shows Nagatoro is the one, yeah. 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 She's and Takagi, Takagi isn't quite loud enough for, for that. And we finally find out Kiyoshiro's secret origin. He's an anime fan. Yeah, that's that's great. And the like, or and the origin of his band-aids and his no doubt horribly scarred arm is he watched some in show equivalent of Love Chinebro and other delusions and just put a band-aid on his arm. Yeah. 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 They go into it like we you, we got that profile and you're reading it and just kind of rolling your eyes. It's like, okay, it's just this another Another super genius type like Toma, and he's up and he's uptight. Okay, okay. So it's like combining Toma, a little bit of a little bit of Joe, and then all of a sudden they hit you with he's also a freaking weeb. Yep, (laughs) it's great, great. Kirishiro is. We decided uh, Kirishiro was basically a combination of the worst aspects of Koshiro, Joe. And the dub version of Zenjiro from Cross Wars, where they turned him <laughs> into a weeb in the dub, which was one of the best changes that dub made, incidentally. And then they remember the show has other characters, and we get to see Angormon doing the helicopter thing. <laughs> Briefly. And also, Ang- thing. and also Angormon using the phone because they kind of get mixed up in what's happening. It, I like Angormon using the phone, but then randomly he's with Ruli later. It yeah, I I guess yeah, we're supposed. I guess we're. I guess we're supposed to assume he went back to pick her up, even though she no longer has her phone. <laughs> they, they, take they, your phone. I'll come pick you up later. They kind of. I mean, we said it before. It is we, possible. We'd like, we'd, go ahead. It's possible that she was like riding on his back or something. I, I think or like on the ground below him. It, it, it feels yeah, like or maybe he goes, just like. Go ahead. Whatever it was, it was insecure. Yeah. Like she's really, just gonna hang on for dear life. We really need more Ruli. Is the main focus there? Yeah, it's you know after the first four episodes, and we kind of talked about this with her introduction episode. Is that Udi's kind of, you know, is pretty level. You know, we didn't get a whole lot of her in her debut episode. In episode four, she was okay. She was fine. Like we got a little bit yeah. more. And now, it's like they, you know through through four episodes, like okay, this is this is a pretty reasonable group. Like Hito's fine, Rudy's fine, and then these two show up, 
<laughs> yeah. Suddenly the goalposts are moved and Rudy's not fine anymore. Yeah. She's now, here, kind of disappointing now, compared to the get, other two partnerships. They get to be forgiven in this case because the episode works so well on its own. But they need to yeah. deal with Ruli sooner rather than they, later. They really yeah, need they need to. to give her something. They need to, to make her because she's if it keeps up at this rate and they don't find a way to give her a little more idiosyncrasies, she's going to be into like Izumi territory really fast. I, I don't even need idiosyncrasies. We just need more time with the character, I think, because we've gotten so little actual time with her that effectively she's been a different character each time. Yeah, I mean, we've picked up on little things, and I can kind of see how they all fit together, but Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, we just need something, like, what's her defining thing that really sets her apart? Because those things do exist with Hito and and Kiyoshiro. And then we get the moment where everyone loves the moment, but it's also the moment that's maybe where the episode might go too far into joke this kind of is broken is Gamamon with the snakes. Where he's where, oh, where that he was that was fantastic. Where he's just turning great. to the camera, where he's turning and posing for the camera. That that's great, but that also may be the moment where the show may be jumping a bit off the rails in a way that may come back to haunt the show later. Nah, no, uh, I, I, I wouldn't be like, shocked. Because of all these goddamn snakes, he just like shows them mm-hmm. up, and then it's like yay snakes. The episode remembers that it's set up a problem, and hey, look, it's Majiramon. And he's a very big hologram. <laughs> the The episode really is not interested in the actual... Villains isn't really the right term. It's not interested in the antagonists because they've made the antagonist Jellymon. Yeah, Jellymon's the Maj- antagonist yeah. of this episode. Majiramon and company only exist because they have to give something to do to make all of it wrap up in the end. Which is kind of disappointing because of the story they use. Like, the whole idea of, like, they're, you know, this hacker comes in and crashes Japan's economy. You know, the whole the whole digital economy thing is just, like, on a knife's edge. Am and, I also... And all I of that. Sorry, there's a lot of really interesting... Like, there's a good fertile ground there to to really get a whole episode and really dive into and have the kids actually do something with it. It's kind of, And to use it in such a throwaway storyline... It was really a bit disappointing. Weird. Like the one, yeah, weird, and the one weird thing: a lot of people apparently don't know that the economy is digital. I saw a lot of people going it, it, that they're talking about NFTs, and no, they're not. No, they're not. They, I wish they, they were. They one hundred percent. That would not. be such a great. That would be such a great Atmon episode. Yeah. Is to you know that's a that's kind of Atmon's thing. Yeah. Is to talk about that sort of stuff and to but actually it really talk was about not. the implications of it. No, they were just talking about they were talking about PayPal basically. They, they were basically yeah. talking about any and all digital banking, which is what most yeah. of it is nowadays. They there was no yeah. oh it's someone's hacking NFTs or anything like that. That had nothing no, to do with it. No. I know. Don't ruin it for everybody though. Let them have their fun because. <sighs> yeah, no, it's they, they get to have their fun when they finally understand it's not a hardcore horror show. Then they can have fun. Yeah. I do wish, you know, the way they set up Majiramon and, and that whole 108 points of light that pun that big punishment. I, I kind of wish that would come back. Like I want to see some I want to see some like main enemy Digimon get that treatment. Like I want to see actually. Like the other one 
I was, I was kind of like Hero and them just being completely fucking outclassed by basically godly farm that was, animals. Yeah. 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 Well, well, the 108 Big Mom's just like, yep. Yeah. I'm just going to sneak up behind you and, and knife your neck for, a, for a, a second here while he slips by. Okay, we're good, thanks. The 108 actually isn't special because that's just one of his attacks. Yeah, I just want to well, see also it, it. Also, it like, 108 comes up in a ton of shit because... Yeah, 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 totally. It sounds impressive to have him say it, which is probably why he was used, to be honest. Because you you could have just used uh, like I'm sure used... they it's go ahead yeah much it's, more well, impressive whole... than using like Zenimon or something no exactly or yeah. having or yeah. having someone comment that lightning to say the 108 and it it works well um, it's it's appropriate and it's also it also takes the idea of them just fighting it out of the picture like they're yeah. not just. It just does not, it's a Digimon that does not feel like you can just go up and attack it and force it into submission. Like, you actually need to reason with this. Yes. Grant, I mean, obviously we all saw Tamers and we know he ain't really shit, but that's a different series. Why are you talking about Millennium on all of a sudden? <laughs> <laughs> that's not going to get old ever. And nope. then, but hey, Jellymon decides she's going to take Majiramon on, face on, does that neat little, I don't, th- we didn't know she could do that before the episode, did we? Like, th- I don't think that was in profile information, was it? No, 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 it was not. And then she fires, the- and she, the, where she can tur- turn the tentacle into a cannon. Oh, No. Yeah, th- that was a neat visual. I don't care about profile information, oh, yeah. No, I need, the, no, 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 I don't, it was a, I don't mean profile information specifically. I mean, profile information was basically all we had for her so far. And I don't think it mentioned she could do that. Yeah, she went full on fucking Splatoon. And she fucking missed. And it worked out for him, but that's terrible fucking. Oh, yeah. I, I thought she was. I thought that was what she was intending to hit. Was to take out that last target. No, I'm pretty sure Um, he actually said she missed. Oh, <laughs> or someone okay. makes the comment that she missed whatever it was that she was aiming for Majiramon, and it just happened to go past him and hit the last one. Well, the last one was in sure. the room, though. Yeah, the last one was inside the I'm pre- the, the dorm. I'm, I'm pretty sure she missed. It. I could be wrong, though. I mm. I'm yeah, gonna have to I, go I back didn't and check get that, that impression. I'm pretty either sure way, she missed. Either way, in the height of the action to that's ballsy there to in you know the height of the you know the conflict to to suddenly have him use this attack and suddenly oh cutesy pose boom her bang <laughs> bang cue is what she said and hey it's precious and i love her yeah and then we great. get we get the nice everyone's sitting around on the playground equipment and they tell us what her deal is she has a crush on him and they've apparently decided she's Lum all of a sudden. Which, God, if she's not, which if she's I Nagatoro, I guess Lum also fits well. Yeah, that, that fits really well. It, yeah, it fits cartoonishly if, well. I, I can't tell if she had a crush on him before all this happened, or she developed one over the course of the experience. But I, I think the was the latter. The suggestion to me was that, that that's too. why she was hanging around in the first place. Well, I mean, she, well, I she also she explained it. Yeah, she's like, this is, he looks like somebody that would be nice and to, to harass. 
He's very harassable. Let's just go with it. But that kind of goes back to the Nagatoro thing of that's entirely why she harasses him, isn't it? I thought it was... It, it, well, it, uh, for those, it depends on the series, because there's also the element of he likes her, which she's not going to let stand. <laughs> oh, man. That, it, was a ni- it was a nice episode, but I would like episodes to start having more meat to them. Ab- about when we said, th- this is where like the, the show gets to cheat, because it did it so well, that it's easy to kind of wave your hand and go, if you give me two or three of these, I will delay whatever it is I'm looking for. I, I yeah, we gave it, I gave it six episodes yeah. to, to get your, to get your wiggles out and, you know, introduce the characters and they get one more episode. See, here's the I thing. I don't know if you if need ne- one more. I don't know if you need one more Kiyoshiro episode to, to get them established. I think we're good. If next week is Ruki and Ngoramon's excellent adventure, and it's wacky, I'll give it another episode or two before I start getting is eh, <laughs> kind of doesn't know what it's doing because here's because going wacky and does, fun. The next episode does sound very duty making things happen. So we might be okay. We might see something like that. Yeah. And then the cursed song where we get to see, well, what's interesting is, is they show flashes of the Digimon in the preview, but if you don't read the episode guide, you wouldn't actually know who the Digimon is. Unless they, you're they, absolutely obsessive. And To be fair, they, there's yeah, a lot of... No, I, watched, I, watched, I, wa- I watched this in a group, and we all knew who it was. Yeah. It's one of those things where they show enough, they tell you enough about the plot, but if you don't like follow Digimon characters who don't show up and stuff, you would not actually know that it's Sirenmon. But then you wouldn't know who Siren Mon is, is anyway, so it doesn't matter. Which is good. Like, use Digimon yes. in the places they belong, not because they've shown up in stuff before. I mean, they've kind of already done that in this show also. Well, use it, use it whatever, you know, use what's appropriate more than what's yeah. popular. And obviously this this story fits Siren Mon to a yeah, T. Yeah, so. exactly. I'm looking forward to seeing how they integrate that and want to see them do stuff with Ruli and Angoramon. I want to see more of the fucking helicopter thing. I like that. Yeah. I, I think her the idea of her dragging the, the, the guys into karaoke already has a ton of potential. Yes, it does. Like that, there better there better be some hijinks involved with that. Oh there there damn well better be hijinks. Absolutely. Yeah. Like they're gonna make Kiyoshiro sing. That needs to happen. Yeah, I'm really. Because is it going to be horrible singing, or is it going to be like surprisingly really good singing, where everyone's like, "What the fuck?" He's he's. I want him to show up and pick some random weeb anime tune and just give it all his gust. Just go full gusto into it. <laughs> I and would shit a break if they used forth. one of the previous songs from Digimon, or even oh my the opening. God. Well, that's oh my the thing. god! If he, they, exactly if very. He just, li- they would never do. I don't think they would actually. Yeah, they wouldn't do that. But if he just came up and started going in on fire. That'd be. There's hilarious. very little. There's very little they would have access to without fucking around. No. They would basically oh, have various music from Adventure 2020 and various music from Cross Wars. 
and there's a lot of potential with Cross Wars, but it kind of breaks the entire reason to use it would be to fuck around, basically. You can do Break the Chain, it's okay. They have to save Break the Chain for when that CD comes out. And then Taichi will jump into an episode. It could be... <laughs> they could have timed it so it was a preview for the CD release. <laughs> Oh, oh that would have been great. That was a that was a very Hashtag good episode. Cross promotion. It, it's very it's very much a good episode. It's also very much where, if the episode was not so damn fucking amusing, there's a lot of issues cropping up in that one. None of them matter because the yeah. episode's amusing, but it's where it's where the pattern starts to hit again and again and again. And I'm hopeful for next mm-hmm. week, or at the very yeah, least, it was, it was, at the very least in the next it few weeks, we should from an. It brought the episode from an A to an A minus, basically. Yeah, ba- yeah. It, that's the thing is, is if an episode is just really fucking amusing, it's very easy to ignore problems, and it's perfectly I, I wanted, happy. I wanted I'm to give. Happy to. I wanted. I wanted to give this episode an A. I just couldn't. Yeah, but I wanted to, and that's no, a good I, sign. No, I I would agree with that. It's it very much is punching above the actual episode. Which is which is what you want from no, the episodes absolutely. that are just kind of establishing exactly. Everything. Like you want those to be funny and entertaining before and we are. get to the good stuff later. Exactly. I'm and I'm happy it did that because it really does work well. If nothing else, just to kind of set up the character moods, like having episode, mm-hmm. it, it does it very well, and I'm very pleased to see that. Even if. I think the episode has more flaws than even we talked about because it's fun. I'm perfectly mm-hmm. happy. And that to was have a, a failing. That was kind of a failing in episode three with Rudy's introduction is that it wasn't as fun for yeah. what's supposed to be a, her first look at what Especially we kind of presume to be a really fun character. Yeah, that's the weird thing is, is from episode one and two we went, oh, this is gonna be so much fucking fun when she's properly introduced, and it wasn't. It just was. No, it was really sad. Yeah. Which is, I mean, understandable for the character given what she was going through. But no, absolutely, they chose to have the character go through that, and then, which yeah. I think was a bit of a misstep. We're going to talk about AR's favorite part of Ghost Game. Pedal is available as a digital single in and outside of Japan. AR, how does this make you feel? I did not actually listen to this one. It, it's. Very forgettable. So here, here's the way I wouldn't say it's forgettable. It's flat. Which so I don't need to listen to the here. Here's here's the way I would say the song is represented very well by its cover art. Yeah. <laughs> and for anyone who hasn't wow. seen the cover art, it is a single shade of slight turquoisey blue. And it has it says Iro Apollo at the bottom right in English and Japanese in white text, and that's it. Now, now here's the thing: we've had we have had three singles. One of them had a full cover, and it was very nice. The other one basically used the Ghost Game logo, and it's an insert song. That's fine. This it, you needed some sort of energy. Use the fucking artwork from the show that they were so ha- everyone was so happy about. Even if that's it. There's something. That's, this is not. Yeah, this is a goddamn it's... screenshot. This isn't. This isn't enough. Yabuno, for... I mean, Yabuno co-wrote the song. You should use his art for it. 
But yeah, the song isn't bad. It's fine enough. It's just the it's open a, the it's opening one of those of, hit or miss Digimon ending songs that are just some of them just don't really yeah. do a whole lot. And at the very least, there's only a few more months of this one left, probably. <laughs> that that's the weird thing is, is I don't even dislike it. It's just it's there. Yeah, it's it it's just, there. Okay. I kind of like it. I don't hate it, but I don't really have anything to say. I don't even remember it in my head right now, to be honest. It exists. I'm the I'm getting it. We can stop talking about it now. No, see that thing is, I keep trying to think of something positive to say, and I just go, "Oh yeah, it's these four guys," and then we have cards. Cards. Yep. Cards. Cyclamon. Man, that, that's one of those guys who does not show up that often. And this looks like a weird... I, I like his art. It's like a Street Fighter 2 attack or something. Cyclomon is, is the Digimon that you encounter in the game and go, why hasn't this showed up in the series before? Like, yeah. who is this guy? And then we have art of one of the most he important is, Digimon. Hey, Cyclomon, is, Cyclo is, Cyclomon is a monster of the week that hasn't happened yet. <laughs> and then... The art that everyone liked was Bancho Mamemon. Everyone liked that. Oh, yeah. So that, that's the weird that. thing. Everyone liked the art. It's great art. It's also maybe too stereotypical with what you would expect from Bancho Mamemon. I love it. The thing but, is, yeah. with the Bancho, the Bancho poses are just extra effective yes. with Bancho Mamemon. If that was Bancho Leomon, oh, no, it would just kind yeah. of drug, but it's Bancho Mamemon, so it works. Yes. Um, then the Twitter account for the card game got 50,000 followers, so they put up a big, wide version of the two War Greymon playing the card game from. It was Booster 1 or 2 that card was. I don't remember which, though. I think uh, it was 2. Yeah. And I want to say it's two. And then Yukimon gets another card. They've shown up. Uh, was, I want to say Booster 5. They've gotten a card somewhere, and it was purple. So I'm, I'm saying Booster 5, I think it was. But yeah. Um, and then, this is the one that feels like surprised everyone. Uh, Oikawa got a Tamers card. Yeah, I would not yeah. expect that in like a thousand fucking years, honestly. No, I absolutely. mean they're going with a lot of it's a zero two heavy pack, so yeah, still I, still not one of the obvious gonna... ones though. Yeah, um, and then yeah. then the time that we also got Pandemonium Flame and Belial Vamdemon. God damn, those look <laughs> fucking good. So the Belial Vamdemon card itself that does not like I love the art. It would not have been the pose I would have thought of at first to put him in, and it really works. It's like a, it's like a supervillain pose, mm-hmm. and it really works. It, especially it gave me Promare feels. He's yeah, so, he's he's, he's going such, all M Bison here. Yeah, it's it's the M Bison pose, but he's such a large fucking maybe dude. I did it didn't like maybe that come to mind. Maybe that's who Cyclomon's fighting. That's <laughs> um, and then. Hey, the Pulsemon family gets a card. Bibimon gets... Man, that's a f- fucking cute... Like the, That is like a weird like Looney Tunes or Tom and Jerry face on the um, on the Dokimon that's with Bibimon. Bibimon's here to cause trouble. Yeah. And Pulsemon's reading on how to work out. <laughs> this is actually 
really relevant to like Digimon Dreamers. It, yeah. Yeah, I was gonna say this is very dreamers. And then this is and, Dreamers Pulsemon. And then for Pistmon, he's on a bike. I like the art, but he there's is a, a bike. But there's not much to say with this one because they don't like you think you'd show it where he's clearly drifting. I think he's supposed to be skidding to a stop. It just doesn't show off that well. And am I wrong? Or is the background here the Impulse City for Pistmon? I don't know enough about it to really remember. And then Shibamon. Great card. Yeah, okay. Very, here's what's weird about it. I think it's why a lot of people are going, it looks nice, but it's kind of weird. It's like a redraw of the profile artwork. Like, there's not much unique or special here, even though it looks really nice. Yeah, it's, and it's it's a little busy. Because they use that. They I don't think I don't think they've yeah. decided how they want that character to look not doing the cross legs. So they're just using it for mm. every image now. And then the one that universally people seem to like, minus people who don't know what the show looks like, is Aquilamon and Miyako. Those cards both look fucking great. Mm-hmm. I'm still and, so and then, happy that we don't have to deal with the static profile art on top of it. Oh, no. See, I like I yeah. seeing the comments yeah. because you can tell anyone who has not seen what the actual profile art looks like. They're like, man, they could have at least given Miyako new art. And it's like, this Ooh. is new. This no, is not. This is, this is good. This is not this only is new. new art. Th- th- here's the thing. It shows style art. This is this is not what she looks like in the show. This is like the memory of what a character looks like in the show. And I really love it. But that's not really the show. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, then we get Skull Set. I was checking Set. for a second to see if her profile art even used that outfit. It, it did. It yeah. Did. Then Skull Thadamon gets great art, to be honest. Like, it's closer to horror than everything we've seen in Ghost Game so far. It mm. isn't, but it's that, closer. That's a, that's, a, that's a cheap shot, but yeah. It's true. It's some Castlevania bullshit. Yes, exactly. Uh, yeah. So you, someone's going to hit a wall, and there's going to be a pork chop. Or a chicken leg. And then Frozen. Frost! Frozen. <laughs> I don't know why every time we see Frozamon, it looks fucking amazing, to be honest. I don't know why I'm so amused every time I see this Digimon. I think it's because the design works so well despite being a clusterfuck. <laughs> it's, it's a snowblower, I mean. But I mean, it's a snowblower. I mean, it ha- it's more like a Zamboni. It, it, it has a robot was, clamp was... arm. It has a fan on the front. Yeah. It has a heat sword. It has ice missiles. It's like this weird clusterfuck thing that also works. Yeah, it is a snowblower. I was hoping. I think they need. I, because of this art, they need to come out with a Zamboni Digimon. I think we need that now. I think he can do both. I believe in you, Frozomon. Mode change. Frozomon. <laughs> hockey mode. Give him a hockey <laughs> stick in one hand. Oh, no, a flaming hockey stick. Oh, yes. You can already imagine the card out. because, uh, and, instead card of, out because and instead of the missiles, Volcomon, it launches ice Volcomon pucks. Volcomon's going to be the hockey player yeah. in the background of that. And then we get... An Agumon black line with Osmaria doing three of the five cards. These all look great, and I'm still 
convinced that this was per- that the design was purposely set up so he's actually warping. Because for the first three, for sure, e- it looks like each one's taking place shortly after the last. Oh, yeah. Now, the other two are by different artists, so that may just be a happy accident for those two, but it works where it looks like he's warping through all four and then doing uh, Dark Gaia Force. Just That's a gorgeous. fun romp through apocalyptic yeah. destruction. Yeah. I'm disappointed that people said they didn't like the Metal Greymon one, to be honest, because that looks fucking awesome, that card. Well, obviously, I they can have see why you. people. Yeah, yeah I, I like it too. I can see why people think it's the black sheep of the family. Bad judgment? Yeah, it's just he's a little far away compared to some of the other ones. See, he's far away, though, so they can do that cool pose and show it off with. Yeah, yeah. Like, I really like that pose. It looks wild and great. I like it. I'm just saying. And then we finally get details on that Christmas gift box, which theoretically is still... uh, They really need to stop saying when they plan for stuff to come out when there's a port issue. Because they're like, it's gonna be. It, they're like, it's gonna be there. For, it's gonna be there in December for Christmas. Yo, it's like, <laughs> stop fucking saying you're, that. You're, you'll get it whenever. Yeah. So yeah, to- I had to deal with that at work. Constantly, like, oh, why don't you have this? Why don't you have yeah. this? When are you getting this? Like, okay, if you want it that bad, go take a swim in the fucking Pacific Ocean. Yeah, it's like most. It's like here's the thing. Bandai would love to sell you all this shit right now. Because, mm-hmm. like, bo- I believe in the U.S. booster set, is it six or seven that's the one that isn't out yet? Six? I- I've gotten mixed up on the numbers. I count, yeah. yeah. I don't keep track of and, and, and so people are like, how can you release this before we have the other one? It's like, it doesn't fucking matter. Get, get the fucking cards. <laughs> Who says they're, it, they'll release it? So for 25 bucks, you get four classic collection booster packs. I actually think that's what the value is because um, those, these are $16 for these. So basically about $9 for everything else, which you get a memory counter case, which looks like the 2020 Digivice. It actually looks kind of nice, to be honest. It, yeah, it has a nice cute. look to it. And you get four um, memory counters using LCD sprites. And as far mm-hmm. as I can tell, these are larger than normal because they actually say the memory gauges are large to be used with these. And I like the art on them, but man, you could do something a little nicer than just, hey, remember this art? There you go. <laughs> and then, of course, a new alternate art card. I actually really like this War Greymon card, to be honest. It looks nice. Everyone yeah, it's, a who, good, it's a good card. And this is where the delay is kind of fuck over, where they clearly planned something neat, where, oh, if you buy a full box case of um, Classic Collection, you get this card as a bonus. Classic Collection was met, meant to basically be out before this would. So it's like, and if you buy this, you'll get one of the cards guaranteed. So... Let us all place our bets. Will this be available before Christmas? Not looking that great. No. No. 
I'm going to say yes for one reason. If they're saying it at this point and this is meant to be like a holiday gift box, I think they figure out a way to make it happen and it's maybe not on a ship already. And they'll just ship it the other direction or something stupid like that to make sure it gets in there for holidays. They have drones that will fly over the ocean now. <laughs> and then a couple videos. Um, they did card previews for Fundigica, which was the uh, the Black War Greymon and Agamon cards. Card Battle did a match, and that's where we got the Belial Vamdemon preview. And, man, I'm sure them doing the online matches against people is going to go great. That that that's always something that works out well, isn't it? <clears throat> I, I I'm I, you know what I'll go ahead and say it will work better than the tournament Bandai US is trying to do next year. I know that's like setting I mean, the bar that's very a low, low. Low bar. <laughs> I know that that's a low bar, but it's a fair one, I think. And then by. Which ghost game Digimon do you want to see in action? And the winners, Gamamon. Shocking everyone, I'm when sure. Was it, when was this poll open from? Like, did that just like, close last week? No, it closed. Um, let me see if I can find the exact. The actual closing was October 27th. So it closed before Angoramon. Okay. So okay. it closed after Angoramon was introduced, but before. Before the Halloween episode. Okay. Which does speak to, like, the the one you want to see in action, even though we've seen Gammon in action, just yeah. not much of it. Yeah. Although, considering all three are new Digimon, it's closer than you would have thought, I think. I like, mean, it's a pointless pull in the end, anyway. I mean, when, when was the last time we had one of these from Digimon Web that wasn't... I mean, they're all pointless, but... They're, this is even more pointless than yeah. usual. Yeah. I mean, it's not like we're getting like nice art out of it, like the holiday ones. Yeah, exactly. Does this mean we get a life-size plushie of Gammon? Because that'd be good. I feel like that's something they have to be... We haven't really gotten much in the way of premium Bandai from them. So we'll see what pops up. And then... Hatsune Miku returns to sell stuff. We get, Hopefully it doesn't all sell out before I pick some up. We get two right. shirts. One which appears to be junior sizes, but it, it, very fun to use the Miku Mimi art. I think that actually works well on a shirt. And then the other one's the costume ones. I like the, yeah, I like the costume one but a little bit better. It, honestly, they're honestly. format. They were able to format the designs for a shirt, while the other one they kind of have the art. Just yeah, just put the art on a shirt. Yeah, and then it's good the, art. Yeah, and then the day after the shirt went up, they put up a pin of Miku in the Agumon costume. Uh, I might need that. And I wonder if that's actually for sale now because when we found it, it was oh, it is. Haha. Oh, and stores have it also. So that is. I checked my local store and they didn't yet, so I was sad. Well, it looks like mm. it's uh, for free pickup in stores, not actually at stores. Uh, nah, it's probably like uh, they ship it to yeah. the store and you pick it up there, which I've had to do because my neighbors are thieves. Yeah. Yeah, it looks <laughs> like stores will have it within three to f eight days if ordered. Yeah, the pin. 
I think the pin will sell pretty well, although it, it suffers from Hanna Barbera-itis, where they don't realize that that's not Miku's neck that they've made flesh colored. Mm. If you look at the art, that's actually supposed to be part of the Agumon costume. Oh no! Yeah. Yeah. That happened in the uh, really, really old Batman cartoon all the time, where they would paint part of his neck uh, skin colored when it's supposed to be part of the cow. Nice pin, though, regardless, I'll say. And then we have events for November slash December. Bandai's doing their Hobby Neck Face 2021 Autumn event in about a week. Um, and they've, as part of the teaser for the Monday night stuff, they show the Tamers logo with Figure I Standard, and there will be some sort of announcement regarding it. Technically speaking, it's showing off a new one, but they've screwed around before with events where it's like, they're going to announce something new. And what they actually mean is they're going to show you the final non-render of Beelzebubon. I think they're going to show something, though. Eh, It might be some small stuff. Here's what I would say. Let's pretend it's only one. Okay, because here's the thing: it could be two, it could be whatever. If it's not amplified, I'm gonna say it's Sukuyamon. If it is amplified, I'm gonna say it's Saint Galgamon. If I were to guess, or they, could, I would, or they could I would cheat. lean towards Sukuyamon. Or they could cheat and have it be Cyberdramon and just reversion a common Rider for it. Oh God! Because <laughs> they could. Oh. Uh. And they, they could make it look really nice. Buy it. Exactly. Mm. And then Mega Hobby Expo 2021 online is late November through December 3rd, and they will be showing off some form of Mega House Digimon Adventure figure, which is where things can get confusing because they Digimon Adventure does kind of just get used as a catch-all. And so this this could be a new gem or a precious gem. It could be... Um, didn't they tease... Um, it was like an Agumon and a Tailmon like a fig, like a big head figure or something from uh, Digifest. Didn't they show off something like that? But it was like artwork and they said the figures would be coming soon. Are they the sleepy head ones or... No, no, it wasn't those. Let me see if I can find it. One second. And I'll throw it in the chat also if I do. Uh, Digifest. Let's see here. Because there was something weird. It, it like was not the standard thing you would have expected. It was one of those things that was so odd that like it wasn't even shown on. I don't think people even realized it was new until later. I can't find it. So there was something. It was like a Tailmon... It was like an Agumon and Tailmon figure, almost like a, um... I can't remember what the fucking names are. No, the big head figures. Um... The ones they make for fucking everything. Yes. Oh, the pop figures? Well, it wasn't wasn't pop. It was like from Mega House, but it was like like a big head Agumon and Tailmon. It was just like a basic drawing. It's like they'd have news for this soon. Mm. Okay, that's starting to sound a little familiar. Yeah. It's I literally don't remember what it was at all, but like we only ever saw one image of it, and we've heard nothing else since. 
Yeah, because they have a habit of like dropping projects and. Yeah, so it could be that because the only thing they really specify here is it's that matters has is it's Digimon, and it's going to be from Mega House. Oh, I found it. One second, I will throw it here and in the chat for them, in the chat, and then to you guys. We only ever got these. And they were yeah. called. They were oh, called. Look up. Was the the figure line? Okay, I re- Okay, I remember. Yeah. And I was we, like, we, I don't. Care. I remember saying, I don't care what it is. It's a kitty. I want it. Yeah, they they were labeled as being designed now. Agumon and Helmon were the first figures for it. It could just be these because we're due these soon. So yeah, and then Dev gets to spend money. So pre orders open for. Dynamotion Greymon and Metal Greymon. Pre-orders, all, pre-orders also open for a Dynamon Mugadramon following a month later. <laughs> and the Good Night Party Gashapon figures had pre-orders open. And I'll, I'll admit, I actually pre-ordered all these. Hi, monies! The Good Night ones are like some of the best looking figures we've gotten here, especially for like really cheap figures. You're so cute. I'll admit I have the uh, the Hatsune Miku enamel pin in my cart right now. I'll be checking out after the show. <laughs> now, did you get the actual get figure? Did you get the figure? No, I never got the figure. I believe I it's sitting I in a really, box. Somewhere. I didn't really care. I didn't really get to. I didn't really care to get the figure, but. I mean, if you have an extra one you want to send me, I'll take it. But I definitely do not. I got one, and it showed up like oh. a year after I ordered it because of all the delays last year. <laughs> the Miku Agumon. Yeah, I have. Yeah, that. and then I missed out on I missed out on the t the original t shirt. I should have got that too. But and yeah, also, they sold out of my size like instantaneously. And before we yeah. move on from the figures, Digicole Mix is coming back for re release, which. Tell us how well those sold that they're doing them again. <laughs> and again. And again. Yep. And again. Yep. Yep. And then everyone's favorite, the Tamer's Oi Oi shop gets some updates. Oi Oi. Yeah. Uh, we, we, we get the image of the pouch, which I don't know if this is a good pouch or bad looking at it, to be honest. I don't dislike it, but it doesn't look as nice as the cushion. Which is part of the lot. The cushion should have been the pouch. You can buy the pouch. The cushion you have to win. <sighs> like, I actually like the look of the cushion. I actually think looks pretty good, to be honest. As much as I will joke about some of this art looking wonky, which it does. The weird, the weird where it's like green on one side. And then we get the Al Borland pants on the other side. And also the coasters. And the first one is open now, and I'm very curious to see what people import from these, because some of them were more random than others. Like, is anyone going to get the chocolates or the cakes? We will see. I wouldn't be shocked at that, no. I think the acrylic stands are going to sell a bunch, though. Acrylic stands also always do kind of good, because, you know... They're a convenient size, and, you know. And they look nice, basically, wherever you put them. So, yeah. And then, before we talk about the museum, 
Did you guys know Digimon Survive wasn't canceled? Are you I think sure? I heard something about that. Uh, it's been ra- It's been rated PG twelve in Taiwan. Every country is just giving it its version of this is not quite PG thirteen. And there you go. <laughs> it is shocking just how like exact the ratings are country to country. Basically, it's not G, it's PG. Enjoy. Yeah, something is... I'm getting the definite vibe here that this this game is going to be appropriate for 12-year-olds. Yep. Like, at some point, someone probably said damn. I think you mean darn. No, no you can no, say damn in it. You can say damn, damn and You can definitely say damn in it because they do in Cyber Sleuth. And that's has the same rating. Yeah, but to be fair... That's Cybersuit. That's before the producers and Bandai staff decided, ooh, we, these sell a lot in the US, the U.S. We need to decide ahead of time what we think will be the hot button problem. I'm not going to go there. I'm not wrong. <laughs> I want to, but I'm not going to. <laughs> <laughs> and then... The Digimon Adventure Museum exhibition closes about a week from now, and they're doing a bunch of photo shoots with Agumon for guests who could sign up, you know, for a lot of for free photo shoots with him. And that's just fun. Reposted the images from it. And the one thing that I hadn't seen until today, do you remember how every time we've seen a photo of that Omegamon photo spot in the back, we kept commenting on how weird the chest art looks we're like it doesn't look quite right (laughs) not at all but no okay so a photo someone put up on twitter actually explains why that looks wonky and i'm gonna go find the image so you can see it's actually really fucking clever and it makes me sad that they said this was gonna be the only place they were gonna use it it is actually a platform for people to stand on so the photos they can make it look like they are standing mm-hmm. on Omega they're, Mon's they're shoulders. Particip- they can make oh. it look like you're in the... Yeah. Now, now, this yeah, po- they can now, look, make it look like you're in the tri-stage play. Yeah, this, this photo's off angle, but it makes a lot more sense when you see it like this. Where you can go, okay. That, that does make sense. Yeah. That's why it always looked like it was, wasn't attached. It isn't. It has that, a standing I platform. I don't, remember, I don't remember this original conversation at all, so... I th- it might have just been me and Dev. My memory is a sieve, so... If it came up on the show, I probably tuned it out because you guys were talking about Omegamon. Don't worry, he'll show up in Ghost Game. They need they they'll do a they'll do a precious gem re-release <laughs> and figure I mean, out a way to shovel Omegamon podcast, in. I'm multitasking anyway, so wouldn't it be hilarious? Wouldn't it be hilarious if Zwart showed up in, in Ghost Game somehow after not showing up in the reboot? What if it's Zwart defeat? Oh eh, that would be really aesthetic. Yeah, defeat's kind of boring at this point. Yeah, but it has like that cool kind of like half zombie aesthetic, which would go, you know. We've established Okay, no more there... Omega no we don't have to talk about Omega Man anymore. Let's move on. That's your fault for for keeping the conversation going. And then, hey, look, Omegamon model kit. We get to see the box art and a God preview of the figure. 
<laughs> that was like an anti-segue. <laughs> uh, very nice render for the cover, I will say. Yeah, I was just looking at that. I'm like, is he trying to do a fucking bit, or is he not paying attention and knowing that literally Omega Mon's the next fucking thing we're talking about? That was at me completely. That was me not scrolling down. <laughs> um, so there's that. That's coming out this month. Kenya Yabuno put up some new art and, and some not quite new art. So first up from him, we have uh, Pulsemon with Dr. Chuguru, which is a manga he does with Yukazaki. The same day Psycho Jump came out, a volume collection of that came out. And they showed a, he also showed a frame from Dreamers, basically <laughs> saying that when he's talking about the strongest, he isn't saying he wants to be chocolate, which is a fun ghost game reference. Um, <laughs> yeah. uh, I, get, I understood that reference. Yes. And, hey, look, it's strange. It doesn't list Super Ultimate on the chart showing the levels. It's almost like it's a level that oh, doesn't God, actually that's, exist. That's not, don't, don't. I like upset. Don't nitpick dreamers. Super don't Ultimate. make fun no. of other people who nitpick dreamers. Well, their nitpicks wrong is the problem. There is no Super Ultimate level. I'm just looking at how he colored in the pink dot to pull that off, and I'm just amused by it. Um, then we have actual episode art. So they put up, I think, the nicest version we've gotten of Jellymon's profile art so far. It's either the nicest or, like, up there, because the first batch was kind of ugly, to be honest. Um, yeah, a little bit. Yeah. Then Kenji Watanabe shows Gamamon. I don't know if he's flying lazily or if he's like laying there and also flapping his wings and tail. I think he's flying. This is well. This I is. I think he's the, just kind of like floating in random directions. Yeah, this is from the the episode where there was that one shot of where Jellymon was explaining stuff and Gamamon just kind of looked exasperated and was floating upside down for some reason. Yeah, but Gamamon being frustrated feels like a recurring theme, so it was kind of. But not always floating upside down. That was cute. Well, yes. And he, he so also... That's what, that's, that's, what that's, that's, what that's from. He also mentions that Gamamon is cute in his message. And then Tenyabuno put up art of Kiyoshiro, him holding a charm, and a tiny Jellymon sitting there. Very much looking like she's doing a, um, the, a cuckoo-coo laugh. Yeah, Kiyoshiro looks yeah. way too cool in the picture. Yeah, he's not that cool of a character, is he? He's really not that cool of a character, is he? No. And then last... Maybe maybe flip that and have Jellymon in the foreground doing the the cuckoo-coo and Kishiro crying in a corner somewhere. That'd be more... Accurate. (laughs) That'd be more... Yeah. And then last up for art this week... Crying in a corner watching his animus. And then the last bit of art's an interesting one in that... um, so, Takashi Hashimoto did key animation and some animation directing stuff for War Game, Hurricane Touchdown, Kazuna, and he put up art we've actually never seen before done by Yasuo Otsuka, who's basically one of the most legendary anime animators there is. Like, he taught Miyazaki, he taught any number of people, and he did the end card for Movie 3. And it looks yeah. like he had other rough designs for that. And we finally get to see those rough designs. And man, they're fucking amusing as hell. 
<laughs> they just make me feel happy. I know, they yeah. really are. The first, we get Terrymon taking a photo of Wallace and Lopmon in a Jeep, and both like making like proud faces. Oh yeah, they're trying to they're trying to look cool. cooler than they and are. That, and then very clearly for the second one, a Lupin inspired image. Yeah, that's like very much so. We yep. get we get Lopmon on a three wheeler that appears it's meant to be Fujiko's motorcycle. Yeah. Yeah. Then we get something that looks very much like the uh, Citron that Lupin and Jigen uh, off together. It's all yeah. Lupin. And then in the back, we get Inspector Chibimon chasing after them in the Jeep. <laughs> Inspector Chibimon. That Chibimon head looks fucking amazing. Where, like, you can't really <laughs> see his mouth, so you can kind of decide what he's doing. It's like, no, he's chasing after Lupin and mm-hmm. <laughs> Jigen. Mm-hmm. Going after the, the thieves. Yeah. Yeah, and it looks like he decided to share it because Otsuka passed away earlier this year and he decided, you know, it's been a little more than yeah. half it's been ha- a little more than half a year at this point he decided this was something to share with fans. Because yeah, so it looks really neat. It was delightful. I I, th- I think the end card makes more sense in the context of the mood of the movie. But the it does, what, but the movie but, wasn't very good, so we're going to no. appreciate the... Hey, well, here's the thing. Too. The, the end card, I'm pretty sure, is the only time Lopmon's in the fucking movie. Yeah. It might be, yeah. I don't think Lopmon's actually in the movie. I could be wrong, but I'm pretty uh, sure it's just maybe, the end card. Maybe somewhere in the in the trippy end part shows up uh, briefly. That's, but that's possible. And then we have possible. questions. I'm not, I'm not rewatching the movie to find out, I'll tell you Neither that. Neither am I. Yeah, neither am I. Uh, in the chat, you guys can start throwing them up. And our first question is from Diego. He said he's been playing Super Robot Wars 30, and he wondered what one or two Digimon would we put in it to represent the brand. His opinion was Shine Greymon. I feel like you got to go with ones that feel more mechy, like Mugen Jermon is a villain type. Yeah. It, it, I was going to say that would be my first choice. And it feels like you need something from Cross Wars, because that's really like the Super Robot Digimon show. Mm. Yeah. You know, you could almost get away with a Legmon. He's not exactly a robot, but he has that squareness to him. That would work. Mm. I I think I'd go with uh, X4 and that version of Mugendramon from Cross Wars. Oh, there you go. Yeah, that's what I think I'd go with. He he also wished us... The Mirage Dialgamon really fits that pretty well, too. Uh, he also wished us a happy Thanksgiving because that came up oh, last time. Thank thanks, Thanksgiving for us is still a few weeks away. I think people, someone decided to send in a question about it because Halloween would be over by the time we were recording. We we well nowadays you notice that that holidays are now occupy the entire month they're in. Yes, and sometimes before that. So yeah, yeah to Halloween be fair, we're runs, kind of Halloween's Halloween runs from the beginning of fall through October thirty first. Thanksgiving is all of November. No, Thanksgiving up until the and- day after Thanksgiving and Christmas starts in as soon as Halloween's over. Yeah, see that's uh, the thing. Thanksgiving work, where I work, usually we get Christmas shit in starting at the end of May. Yeah, I was gonna say Thanksgiving only yeah, gets well. two Thanksgiving only gets two days. Thanksgiving gets November first and Thanksgiving you know what? itself. Let, let 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 us have this because I'd rather Thanksgiving be a little longer than Christmas <laughs> be overextended. 
Um, I think Thanksgiving's underrated as a holiday, honestly. <laughs> I just like an excuse get... to go to my family members. Yeah, yeah. Most and, of which I can still tolerate, so that's and, a plus. Uh, did you catch Ian's question from earlier yeah, in the chat? Yeah, I was going to do Ramon's first since that one's a bit shorter and more aimed okay. specifically at Dev. Dev, you mentioned Zwart in Ghost Game. He wondered, what did you think? What do you think about using both Bodomon in Ghost Game? That would actually be fitting really well, especially for kind of like a ma- vampire masquerade. Kind yeah, of thing. it feels like it would. It really feels like it would. That definitely. There. That's a good. That's a good call. Yeah, we haven't seen him yet. Yeah. Then to scroll up to, kind Ian's. of forgot he existed. Yeah, that's a. Well, he only really showed up in like a game. So right, yeah. right. And then for Ian's, inspired by my remarks last time, which Digimon character would you want to see Chris Pratt voice? Mm. See, the promise is like, we're all sitting here and we're giving this like real thought. Like, who would Chris well, Pratt because, actually work with? Because there is a voice, you know, there there is a there is a Digimon and it has to be a Digimon. That the Chris Pratt voice actually would be really funny, and I'm trying to think of which one the best one is. I was originally thinking, I would actually originally thinking like Terriermon, but this being like this really kind of half snarky one that I think could pull. I off. have both an answer that could be serious, but is also a troll answer. I mean, it works either way. A, a serious answer should be a troll answer because a, a good Chris Pratt voice Digimon should be kind of a troll. Zero Maru. Because he's like a chunky puppy. I'm not even that sure that's funny. a. I'm not even sure that's a troll what? answer. Yeah, that's not bad. Okay, because here's... he's kind of silly, but he can like get serious once in a while. But he's yeah. mostly silly. Okay. Here, here's one. Are you ready? Kind of works. Edamon. Mm. kind of like a goofy club wandering around it's it's sort of it's too it's, it's kind too of locked into elvis you think too, it's a little too predictable and yeah it's like it's it's richard Ep- that's richard epcar's role you can't take you can't replace richard epcar with chris pratt i mean they replace a lot of people with chris pratt <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah I kind of like Zero Maru. Kind of like Parks and Rec. I like that. Uh, yeah, Zero Maru is a good answer. You know, yeah, that's a good answer. Oh, man. What bothers me the most is I saw someone tweet about it when they first announced he was Mario. And the instant I saw the tweet, I go, this motherfucker. It's going to be exactly that in the movie. The movie's going to start, and he's going to do a Charles Martinet line. And then he'll cough and go, sorry about that. And it'll be Chris Pratt. I know I'm, I'm dreading that already. That that's 100% what they're going to do, isn't it? It's going to be Charles Martinet Char- for half a line. Charles and Charles Martinet doesn't deserve that. I've met Charles Martinet. He's he's so fun. He's just not. He's just a ball of fun. Like he's he really just complimented my uh, Hollow Knight costume. I didn't even know who the hell it was at first because I was just kind of like sitting on the floor at this convention at the only clear spot there was, and this guy comes over. I was like, "Oh, hey, that's really cool. What character is that?" Like, I take some pictures, and then he goes back over to like yeah, the he does that. Standing, he's like, "Oh, oh, it's the Mario he, guy." Uh, I have horrible, horrible facial recognition. Like, I can't even recognize mm, and his. Well. But his voice is—he has a very unique, real voice. Like. He wanted to he wanted to get a picture of um a predator a really good predator cosplayer 
who uh, was walking by and the the guy, the cast player didn't see him. I tracked down the predator. I tracked down predator and was like, Hey, this Charles Martin, I wants your wants to get your picture. And so I can say I've, I've chased down a predator from Mario. <laughs> <laughs> uh, That's on then, my resume. And then I, I, everyone's favorite topic. Question You've talked about the Amico. Amico discussion. You've talked about the Amico, but you haven't talked much about the Retro VGS and any comments on the Evercade. We haven't talked about the Retro VGS because that went belly up. Either like that went belly up, maybe before AR was even on the podcast, and that was kind of different because at. Like, here's the thing. All the jokes we make about the Amico, they don't know what they're doing. They're not fish. They do appear to be trying to make an actual thing. I'm not saying they're doing it yeah, well. Yeah, it's funny because, so, it, it's funny because the, thing, the project is still alive. It, yeah, it's funny because they clearly don't know what they're doing. And it's become like an ego thing where nothing will be done right because mm-hmm. it has to be done for Tommy. It has to be done at all. Yeah. The thing with the retro VGS is... is at very little point in that whole thing did it ever appear they're actually making something. Like the most fame the two most famous parts of the VGS saga was one when it was on display at a toy show and it was like duct taped together and everyone's pretty sure the reason why it was duct taped together was the shell was over an SNES. Um and then when they went to prove that no, we have a working board and everything, and they show the clear shell they had with a board in it, and within 10 minutes people are like, no, that is a model blah 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 uh, TV capture card from 1998. One of the translucent IMAX. Uh, so, uh, they, the made, thing- they made translucent N64s, didn't they? Yes. Yes, so, and they are just aesthetic. So, do you guys know anything about the retro VGS or no? I've never, never heard even of fucking it. heard okay. of it. Okay, so the entire reason it appears to exist is someone got the rights to the Jaguar shell. Do you guys know what the Jaguar is? <laughs> yes, my friend I had one. Okay, it, I was, but... okay, so I was, the... I was um, no lie, I was actually jealous. Okay, so the Jaguar was Atari's last real console, and it was advertised as 64 bits, and certain things about it did look nice and interesting. <laughs> It did look it looked nice for its time. So here's where I will the, give it that. So here's where the story gets. I will not. Up. I will not give it the 16 button controller. No keypad. Yeah, it, that was awful. So here's where it gets stupid. Um, when a like Atari exists now, but it's not the same company. It's basically the name has been bought. IP rights have been bought. Yeah. So yeah. when Atari was basically crashing and burning, they were basically selling anything that was not bolted down. They sold the rights for the shell. And a uh, dental company bought them because they make like a dental camera. So it, they, it was uh-huh. just a shell. So they could use it for that. And the cartridge slot was memory cartridges. So they bought that. And later, a game guy bought the shell and decided, well, that's the hard part. I have the shell. I can make a video game system. And then it was like three years of them clearly never getting anywhere and it just getting cartoonishly funny like you know a trans if it, if the jaguar stuck around they would have come out with a translucent no one. they did because it was right no. about- See, oh they did okay when he first okay. bought the molds to raise money he started printing new jaguar shells in color so people could buy oh. them for their jaguars but like using the oh. real molds 
and everything. Mm, okay. Okay. Yeah. So there are fully official, not official from Atari, but official from the real molds le- and legally yeah. purchased and everything yeah. of every yeah. fucking color under the sun. And like at one point they licensed the Coleco name that was going to be there. It was psych. Given, given how many people, given how many people actually owned a Jaguar, they could have every single Jaguar owner could have a different color. Yes. Yeah. So we haven't, we haven't talked about that much and won't probably talk about it ever again because it was completely destroyed long before we would have ever talked about it. And any comments on the Evercade? It seems nice. I mean, it's out. It exists. They're on their second piece of hardware. It's affordable enough. If I did not have such a large collection of retro crap already, I thought about getting it. So, yeah, so one of those where we don't really comment on because it's fine, and one of those we don't yeah. really comment on because they did the right thing and gave up. No, they didn't give up. It just imploded. Like it was not a. That, it was. It's okay too. Yeah, it the is. Point what, is, it's not exi- it's, it, it it's was, out of its misery. It was one hundred percent not gave up. It was. It imploded, and there was no choice in the matter. Like after they did the the toy show, where everyone was convinced it was a Super Nintendo, the way of proving it wasn't was to show off a clear shell with a board in it, where they're like, where they had to have gone. The shell's not completely clear. They won't know. It's not really a video game system. And within 10 fucking minutes, people had figured out the exact fucking model of what it was. Buried under a under buried under cement in New Mexico in proud Atari tradition. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Although Atari's new thing came out, even if it looks fucking horrible. So move on from that. Then uh Okay, that guy wants to know, how do you think the dim cards will be explained in the con- in the context of Ghost Game? Even if Drakamon got the watch, he wouldn't be able to realize since he didn't have a dim I don't think there's I'm any not, relevance. Not, they're, they're not going to explain it well is how they're going to no. explain it. it it's, it's like, oh, Drakamon wouldn't have had a dim card. Yeah. They, they, I'm pretty sure the dim cards were empty, weren't they? Yeah. I... I just try think? not to think about all of the logistics of that because it's not consistent and it's not going to be. And then Ruby Rose asks the question, do you think we'll get an Agumon crossover episode in Ghost Game like Apple Monsters? So here's the thing. Next year's an anniversary year for the franchise. Why the fuck not? The answer may very well be yes. I mean, every year is an anniversary year for the no, franchise I mean, in some capacity. No I, mean, no, I mean the actual anniversary of the franchise. Then Which maybe I, they should give Tyrannomon some freaking love. Hey, he was in that one episode, and it was embarrassing for him. He got <laughs> overshone by that fucking fetus, <sighs> whose name I can't say. Atomodakashi yeah. Mom. Exactly. Oh yeah, the yeah. He got his episode, and he dealt with the big head version of himself. I don't know. Um, I do feel like there was an element of Atma of Agumon kind of le- trying to legitimize Atma or Agumon trying to legitimize Atmon a little bit in that episode. I don't think Ghost Game needs that. I'm not saying an Agumon won't appear in some capacity because Agumon loves to randomly appear in freaking everything. I, I don't think I mean, Ghost technically Game he needs already it. appeared 
in the museum. Hardy, hard, 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 hard. I think Ghost Games. Did we know ha- if that was an official Easter egg or just sort of a random animation quirk? It could be either. I, I think I couldn't go- tell if that I was stated. Th- I think Ghost Games is going to have a problem as we go on for one reason is it's going to have the same problem that Cybers with Tamers have. Fans claim it is far beyond what it actually is. So you get people who will show up to watch it, and it's not what they were promised, and then they're done. I think it's too early to say that. Like, you never know. Oh, no. I'm talking about the people who are like, every episode is the greatest Digimon episode ever. It's perfect. Like, like, there are people who are like, oh, episode five is the best Digimon episode of all time. It's perfect. There's nothing wrong with it. Good God. Uh, what, I mean, if they got for children, just like sure. The thing is, if they get even get into you know, if they get to the point of like even tamers, those people will be satisfied. No, that's why tamers can never never is able to take off. When people talk about tamers, they talk about a show that doesn't really exist in most cases. Yeah, but it's people will you know. People will be those those kinds of people who are imagine who imagine that sort of thing will be if it, if Ghost Game got into Tamer's Tamer's level of whatever you want to call it. No, no, no. I'm saying it will have the same ish. It may ha- end up having the same issues something like Tamer's or Cyber Sleuth have, where Cyber Sleuth is pumped up so much that if someone goes, I'm gonna go try Cyber Sleuth. People talk about it being the greatest fucking RPG of all time. They talk about how great it is compared to Pokemon. Oh, and I'm you're go talking play. about just like level of quality. I thought yes. you were talking about you know the. No, no, no. I'm not. I, I'm not comparing it to Tamers. I'm not comparing it to Tamers at all. I'm saying it may end up with the same issue Tamers and Cybersleuth has as to why those have never really been able to amp up the way fans think they might be able to, because. What is promised walking into it does not end up being what it is. Like if someone hears, oh, I mean, it they're... depends on what you're. Well, it depends on what they're promising. Well, that's what I like, mean. If like they're when promising, people... if they're promising something that's actually dark, it's not going to do that. But if that's what I mean. Something that's going to be entertaining. Oh no, then, absolutely. Yeah, but that's not. not. But that's not what people are promising. Look at how many I people are like. Look at how many people every week talk about ghost gaming or. The preview shows blood dripping from the ceiling. Oh my, Digimon look murderous. It's walking around with a knife. It's going to stab someone in the... It's like, that's... I think you need to stop giving credence to the most irritating of fans. Oh no, I'm saying that is why people will show up to stuff and then walk away. There's a reason why Cyber Sleuth did well. And then as far as we can tell, they won't even tell us how Hacker's Memory did. Because everyone who went and checked out Cyber Sleuth walked away from it, is what I'm saying. And I think mm. Ghost Game deserves better than that, frankly. Frankly, Cyber Sleuth deserves better than it. I don't even think it's a great game. I mean, look, look I at the know. way people... Look just, at the, sorry, go ahead. I mean, Hacker's, Hacker's Memory is arguably darker than Cyber Sleuth. No, it's better than Cyber Sleuth. I'm saying yeah, that people I think who the story in, in Hacker's Memory is more compact and... and overall no absolutely and but i'm saying if Cyber someone Sleuth. showed up for cybersleuth being told it's one of the greatest jrpgs of all time blah 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 they're gonna oh, be they played they're yeah. not gonna no, walk they the hack's memory the stories 
Well, yeah, the stories, they have good stories. The gameplay is very, very mediocre. Yes. It, it, the, 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 uh, the honest example of this is the way people talk about survive when we know very little. Yeah. Yeah. Um, then Chimera Gui wants to know, have we ever thought of partner Digimon for characters from a different series? You need to specify that a little bit more. They're saying, have you thought of a partner Digimon for a character not from Digimon? Like, a character from Random no. Show X. Okay, no. I'm sure it's People come to mind. People do that. I do I'm, that all yeah, through I mean, like, D&D stuff, where we like, it's like, hey, we're just like in our D&D chat, just like, hey, what, what Digimon would your <laughs> character have? Yeah, yeah, I don't do that. Yeah, I'm pretty okay. sure I'm pretty sure it's come to mind at some point, but it's not something I actively do or would remember. Yeah. It's that's this kind of it's a it's a very tumbler yeah. thing for people to do. And then last chance for you guys in the chat to throw anything up, and the last one that was sent in, someone wants to know what are your preferred movie treats? Thinking as like movie as like at a theater yeah, or no, just like I... at home. That's what I yeah. assume they meant because it's like if you're sitting there watching a movie at home, it's kind of just whatever you get. What do you have? It sounds like at least it came to me as movie theater, but yeah, that that, that is Which word is... for word. That is word for word what was sent to the curious. Yeah, because if it's at a movie theater, it's kind of irrelevant because I've been to a movie in three years. Well, then, like if I'm at a theater, usually like I'm not paying out the ass for like shitty candy. No, I do, but it's, I've been gravitating, I guess I've, when I went to movies, I, I've lately been gravitating a little more back into popcorn. I used to get, like, Mike and Ike's or something, and, no, I've I mean, been typically just pulling popcorn I love popcorn, popcorn but I can't eat it. The hulls get stuck or I've... something? Yeah. And then, like, yeah. my gums bleed horribly. Oh, man. Oh, you're, you're, oh you're, I can't yeah. have the, um, the oh, fake yeah. butter they have there. It, I, I have some sort of allergy to it. I will evict my entire life force for days. After the show, I'm going to show you popcorn you'll be able to eat, and you'll flip out. Um, yeah, for me, uh, I, I guess it's popcorn. I mean, even even if I'm at a theater that does like, oh, you can get like uh, an actual meal, an actual meal, I'll do that, and I'll still fucking get popcorn. I've I've never I've never done that, and I don't know if I'd ever want to because they feel like separate experiences. Pretty nice. Um, I've heard, I, I, all, I've heard it's all right. It's fine. It's one of those things like. There's been a few times I've gotten actual meals, but it tends to be where you kind of go, yeah, I'm not sure how much I have to do this. There's There's been times where it's like um, an older film that I've seen and tickets were $5 and the place also had all-you-can-eat pizza delivered to your seat. Oh, that, that sounds reasonable. Did, did that a few times. I just, don't like, wanna be, I just don't want to have to worry about trying to eat a meal in the dark while focusing on a movie. That doesn't sound like that's kind of multitasking. I don't need in my movie going experience. Uh, there's like little lights along. Uh, yeah. At least we have like a little countertop. So it's kind of like almost like little cafeteria lights. Yeah. So they're not annoying oh. enough to like disrupt the movie, but you can, you can definitely see your yeah. food. 
Yeah. Okay. Yeah, but e- even Still, when I even when I've done you're that, you're doing two things at once. I mean, you do two things at once, anyways. You have to decide if you're going to get in a fight with the person who keeps texting during the movie. Like I've if I if I, if I, I I've been fortunate in that I've never had that experience where somebody's like has their phone out during a movie. Oh, I. Usually it's small children. You live in no, 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 like, no. Here, here's the it. thing. It's not, it's never small children. It's always grown fucking adults. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, it's always grown. It's ups. here's the thing. Children, they'll get upset and they'll cry for five seconds and then they'll stop. They're at a movie. They have a drink. They have popcorn. They go, Oh, I have better shit to do. An adult yeah. doesn't fucking remember that they paid God knows what to be there and decides they have to try to multitask. But Again, yeah. that might be more a California thing because we don't. Everyone's generally pretty good. Like talking sometimes is an issue, but not everyone keeps their phones. I mean, in their that, I mean that's the same thing though. In well, it, it's it's an it's sometimes and sometimes people are obnoxious I mean, that, about that. I mean that one theater chain that was at least the Alamo the, movie, the Alamo Draft House was famous for um, putting voicemails of people complaining who got thrown out for doing it. And that's Texas, I think. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, it's definitely an issue. But yeah. And never thought this would stray into we're well behaved in the Midwest, but here we are. Let's see. Then last up, Ruby wants to know, do you think we'll see a Tekken character again in a Digimon game? Oddly, I I do. Yeah. (laughs) I actually do. Bandai like cameo shit. Like, I'm more surprised that we haven't seen Pac-Man yet. Pac-Man. There was a lot of there was a lot of Tekken Cross promotion in, in Cyber Sleuth, though. So, yeah, I could definitely see that happening. Yeah. Just have a random Tekken character show up and survive. <laughs> That's your <laughs> have them be in an SRPG fight. It will be Kazuya and he'll throw someone off a cliff. Put Kazuya as the bad guy in an SRPG fight. I want to see that. What what level do you have to evolve your Digimon to to beat him? Five. (laughs) War Greymon versus Kazuya fight. No, need to have gone, who cameoed in Tekken 3, who looks borderline like Agumon. AR, oh my god, that'd be great. AR, what have you done the last weekend? Do you have anything coming up? I took my kid mini-golfing yesterday is what I did. Uh, <laughs> Ooh, fun. How was that? It's good. There's actually a really, really fun mini-golf course in uh, in Madison. It has like a little mini zip line for kids. It's great. Ooh. In the middle of the hole. Um... Uh, yeah, I'm at uh, Twitter. I'm at First Agent ARP. I'm sh- I will hopefully remember to do something on Tumblr this week. It's uh, it is um firstagent.tumblr.com. And AR, how do you feel about a new TV show being made about your area of the of the world? Well, you have to be more specific. That '90s show. Oh, they're doing that '90s show. Starring Red and Kitty. I'm. Oh, okay. Interesting. Their grand, their grandkid visits for the summer. 
I'd be kind of interested in seeing that, but we also know how that 80s show panned out, so... Good Do luck we? With that. No, we don't know how it panned out. We killed it after, like, two episodes. <laughs> Somebody watched it? <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. At, at least this time they're being clever enough to not start two years before the end of the decade. I think they you said... Know, to be honest, 80s nostalgia is kind of played out. And, no, 90s. You know, you look at 80s. You look at 80s nostalgia, and it's kind of regrettable. I think there's still an untapped potential for 90s, 90s? nostalgia. Now, here's the here's the honest question: Do you think through the eyes of Red and Kitty are the way to do that, though? As much as I want to see it, I'm perfectly happy. Absolutely not. I, I, yeah, they were kind. They kind of worked well in the 70s because they were that sort of. The era yeah, growing were... past them. Yeah, absolutely. And in the '90s, it's already past them, and like they're not expected to be, to be with it at all. Yeah. And the funny the 90s, part is, I don't know how objectionable '90 the '90s aesthetic was to grandparents. I mean, I guess, I guess the grunge era is gonna hit them hard. But the best, the best part why is, would, we are... why would they be exposed to that? The best part is we already know what Eric and Donna's daughter is going to be named. I saw the name and I just fucking started laughing because it fit the show perfectly. Are you ready? Yeah. Leia. Mm. Eh. Okay. Because he was okay. fucking obsessed with Star Wars and named his kid Leia. Yes. That yeah. sounds like something that character would do terribly. Dev, what Wikimon article would you like everyone to read? Digimon Dreamers, because that's what I'm working on at the moment. I don't know what's actually on that fucking page, but, you know, why not? We will catch you guys next time. Thanks, everyone, for showing up. Bye. Bye. Bye.